0: My favorite pastime at weddings is basically looking at all the money that's circulating in the wedding in the area itself. So normally what I do is I just kind of get a general look and I will count all the different ways in which money has been spent on this wedding. So apart from the obvious, which is the wedding venue, the stage, the party makeup, the you know the favors, the the catering, all that kind of stuff, right? But think about all the other money that has been spent on the wedding for all the people that are there in service or in, in attendance of the wedding think about the new clothes that people have bought to attend that wedding at least um, the immediate family members and extended family members they will have all bought new clothes suits ties shirts dresses etc the money that people will have spent to stay in a hotel or to travel maybe somebody's come jumped on a plane and come over all the money that has been spent in service of this wedding ten years ago for me that number was coming to about a hundred grand for, for just for the one wedding right? When you, when you add all of it up, and that's not even including the cash gifts, but by the time you put the cash gifts in, because most Muslim weddings tend to be cash gifts, you put all of that together. I calculated there was about a £100,000 that was circulating at the average Muslim wedding, right? And when I say Muslim wedding, obviously, for me, it's Asian weddings. But even Middle Eastern weddings are very similar now. British or American, you know, Western weddings, there's a lot of money that's in circulation. And that's just the wedding day. But if you add up Especially for a Muslim or for an Asian wedding, of all the other we- all the other stuff that comes before it, the you know in Asian weddings we have the Mendi, the Henna night, right? You have the the Dolak which is the the beating of the drums. There's a separate night for that. Um, the engagement, all of these things, all of these events, they have money circulating them. People buy new dresses. People have to travel to get there. People have to pay for the food, for the catering, for all of these things. The venue. There's a lot that happens in service of each of those events, and for a lot of Asian weddings, you have several events in the run-up to the wedding. So each of those have a lot of money that's circulating. So you know, for an average wedding ten years ago, if you look at the entire span of the wedding, that might have come to about one hundred fifty thousand pounds. That's being spent not just by one person, but all the people that are in attendance of it are in service of it altogether. All the money that's being spent to bring this wedding to life probably was about £150,000. It wouldn't surprise me if that was the number. Today, in 2023, with the increase in costs and increase in formalities and increase in functions and increase in the need for display, the wedding photographer, the wedding videographer, the this shower and that shower and all this kind of stuff, that figure is probably now coming to around about £200,000, if not £250,000 for the average wedding. And that's just the money that's being spent. If you then look at the time and effort that's going into it, right? A lot of weddings, especially Asian weddings, they have at least six months of pre-preparation and pre-planning, organizing the music for the entry of the bride, the, the music for the couple's dance, There's all this stuff that goes into it. Then there's the reserved seating, there's a table that people, where is everybody going to sit? There's a lot of stuff that goes into it. And all of this requires effort and dedication, right? And it goes on for months. Now think about, you think about how much money is in circulation for, for the one wedding and all the events. Then you think about all the time and effort that goes into each wedding Okay, then think about how many weddings you have to attend in a year. On an average year, how many weddings do you have to attend? Now, for me, who's somebody who's not particularly social, I don't like really going to weddings, if I'm honest with you. Um, For me, even for me, it's at least two to three weddings uh, during the so called wedding season, which is usually spring through till autumn. And that's just for me. For most people, it's probably five to seven weddings, if not 10 weddings a year. So you think about if the average wedding is £250,000 total cost and circulation, right, total circulation of money, and six months of planning and preparation, then think if you're attending 10 weddings in a year, you are witness to two and a half million pounds, if or, you know, three to four million dollars worth of money in circulation a year, and somewhere between three to five years worth of combined effort. In terms of hours, you know, all the people that come together, if, if there's Thirty people in the service of bringing that wedding to life right how many hours do they have to put in? if each person even puts in a hundred hours that's three thousand hours per wedding and then of all the people that come together and they're they're hanging around and they're spending they're attending all of those functions they're spending all of that time hanging around on those weddings in attendance of them a hundred people most asian weddings it's at least 250 people if not 400 people if not 500 people and they're dedicating eight hours a day over the pan of well they're dedicating probably at least at least five hours in actual attendance but anywhere between two to three hours of travel for some people combine that with how many functions and how many events there are five to seven events something along uh, around 50 hours for each person that's in attendance so 50 hours by 500 25 000 man hours that are in service of this wedding Twenty-five thousand man hours think about it right half a million pounds, a quarter of a million pounds for one wedding and about a half a million man hours in service of that wedding and bringing that to life. Now, the reason why I'm sharing all of this, the reason why I'm talking about all of this is I've had a lot of people that have come up to me, ask me for help because my my uh, biggest expertise is, uh, is helping to raise finance. I'm not the guy with the networks. But if somebody has a pre-established network, I'm very good at it, helping to raise that money and helping to raise that finance, helping people to understand how they're going to bring that thing to life. So whether it's a tech startup or it's a you know independent small movie production or a TV production, I'm the guy for that. So the common complaint I always have with people when they're trying to raise finance for movies, you know, small little movie productions and things is the money's just not available. The, the Muslim ummah just doesn't want to spend money. They, they don't want to spend money on everything else. And they, they, they wonder why the money isn't available. And I'll tell you why it's not available. Because it's being spent on weddings. That's why. You know, this, this idea that, you know, the wedding, your wedding day is the most important day of your life. That really irks me because there's nothing in our tradition that suggests that at all. And when I say tradition, I'm talking about Quran and Sunnah, right? There's nothing in the Quran and Sunnah that suggests that your wedding day is the most important day of your life. It's the day you die is the most important day of your life, you know. And, and maintaining that marriage is the most important part of your life. The wedding day is not that important. We've got plenty of cases from even the time of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam where, you know, there are companions of Rasul Sallallahu sallam who are very near and dear to him and he wasn't even in attendance of their wedding, Right, it's that. I wouldn't call it meaningless, but it's that irrelevant. A wedding day is not not supposed to have that much dedication or that much commitment in itself. You know, in terms of bringing the whole thing together. You imagine if there was a small little TV production, or a little movie, or a, or a tech startup that had twenty five thousand hours available to it and a quarter of a million pounds available to it. What kind of things could we could we make as an ummah? Right, we could make programs for children. Um, that could educate them on on our Prophet and Allah on on um, Islamic values. We could make startups that could help all sorts of things. We've got one startup that's helping, uh, trying to help the marriage crisis right now but there's so many other crises that we're dealing with that you could have tech startups that could be solving problems for that. But the money and the effort isn't going there, it's going to the weddings instead. You know, people say to me, why aren't people putting the effort in, in over here? Why is our Omar just not, not working on these things? It's because they're, they're focusing on the weddings. That's why That's why it bothers me. That's why I don't like attending them. Because it doesn't require that much commitment and effort. And unfortunately, and it's a horrible thing to say, and I'm sorry, you know, it, it's a it's a bitter thing to say. But a lot of weddings aren't, a lot of marriages aren't even lasting anymore. The divorce rate, even in Muslim families, is now going up and up and up. So all that money spent and all the effort spent for a marriage that isn't even going to last. It's just really sad. It's just very sad. You know, we're all saying that we're all being subject to propaganda. There are movies that perpetuate the Islamic stereotype that the Muslim is a terrorist. We have uh, apps that don't cater to Muslims. We have we have other, you know, businesses that don't cater to the needs of the Muslim. You know, whether it's halal food or whether it's you know the, preserving the modesty uh, of the woman or in terms of free mixing, we've got hospitals that are required. You know, hospitals don't preserve the modesty, the hayah of the woman when she's giving birth. We've got all these problems in society and in community and they all require money and they require man hours, right? But, but that money doesn't exist. And I tell a lie when I say that the money does exist. It's just not being directed there. It's being directed somewhere else. That's the problem that we're dealing with. You know, uh, people say to me, yeah, but you know, if I spend money on, if I put money into a startup, or if I put money into a movie, then I'm not going to get that money back. I want to make an investment. I want to make a return on my investment. What about with the wedding? You put that money into the wedding. Do you get that money back? right? If you buy clothes for a wedding, do you, you spend money going to a, a wedding, attending a wedding, or you spend money on your own wedding, do you ever get that money back? Of course you don't. Well, I tell a lie because people get money back in cash gifts. So the kind of there is some circulation that takes place there. But generally speaking, a lot of the money that is spent around a wedding, does that does that money ever come back? Of course it doesn't. But people say it's the most important day of my life. It isn't. It isn't. And I'm sorry, but you're being childish. You're spending that money because you want to have a good time. You're pleasing your nafs is what you're doing. You're feeding your nafs is what you're doing with that. You're being a child about it, right? I don't want to be able to have the music, and I just want people to be able to adore me, and I, I want to be—I want all that attention. That's what you're doing it for. You're doing it because you want the attention. You're doing it because you—you—you you, you want to have some play. You're a child in an adult, adult's body, right? I know this sounds very resentful when I'm saying this, but I'm saying this for a reason. If all of that money was spent on things that actually matter we would be able to pro- propel ourselves forward as an ummah, right? We could spend those things on things that actually matter. That money could be spent in the right place. And of, of course, you're not going to get that money back. You might not get that money back if you invest it in a movie or if you invest it in a startup, but you're not getting that money back even if you invest it in a wedding. It doesn't come back. So what if you don't get it back? Treat it like, it, treat it like it's a wedding. But that, I think, for, as an umma, for us would be so much better. So much better for us, I think. But we're just too distracted with weddings. And it, and it really bothers me Like how much time goes into the planning of a wedding and in, in the service of a wedding. So much time goes into that. And imagine if those people dedicated those hours and that money to a charity Right, that's actually helping people. Imagine if they spent that time and money and that effort on building something that's useful for our children, for our elders, for just for 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 the for the disadvantaged, for the disabled, for anybody. We could be building hospitals. We could be building orphanages. We could be building homes that are shelter. We could be building soup kitchens. There's so many things that we could do. I can't even imagine the things that we could achieve if all we did was just Direct that that money and that time and their attention somewhere else on, on stuff that actually matters to society. Stuff that actually matters to our and ummah. And I'm just talking about what's going on in the UK. Imagine if people in America were doing this. Muslims in America were doing this. And Muslims in Pakistan and Muslims in India and Muslims in Bangladesh and Muslims in Malaysia. Just imagine how much money would come together. That's what you call a billion dollar enterprise we could have billions of dollars in funding because that's how much is, in, is being spent on weddings every year. Billions of dollars is being spent on weddings every year. But the thing is, the wedding caterers and the wedding venue specialists and the wedding photographers and all of these people, they're not going to let you let that happen anyway. They're just not going to let you let that happen because it means less business for them. But this idea that the, the wedding is the most important day of your life is actually a capitalist invention. It's a capitalist concept. So why are you feeding it more? Why are you even uh, paying homage to that even more? The diamond ring. It's a marketing ploy. This whole thing about the wedding being the most important day of your life, it's a marketing concept. It's a marketing ploy. That's all it is. You know, the other thing is, if you look at the spiritual aspect of it, if you want to call it that, all this time and effort and energy that is dedicated to a wedding actually takes from the barakah of the wedding. I don't know any couple that's had a wedding of this size that haven't had problems in their marriage that didn't arise as almost a direct result of the big wedding because of the amount of stress that goes into that wedding, right? The amount of stress that it creates because of the pressure of it all, right? You've got to remember, people are in full-time jobs, okay? So, you know, this becomes a leisurely activity. This is, this is an activity that has to take place after, outside of the job and it puts so much pressure on people, the, the financial pressure, you know, like the economic pressure of the whole thing and then the emotional pressure of it all. The pressure of what are people going to say if this doesn't go right, you know, how, you know, if, if the color of the, of, of the bride's dress isn't right, or if the food just isn't quite spicy enough, or if the service isn't quite good enough, or whatever it is, if the venue's not quite right, the amount of mental pressure that that creates on people, right, it ends up bringing out the worst in everybody right it brings out the worst in everybody and then you you have this compression chamber in which everybody is operating and it creates a strain it creates a strain in all the relationships strain between the in-laws the strain between the husband and wife especially and it, and it and it does do it it's not that it can do it it actually does do it it creates so much strain in all directions right and because everybody's so pushed and so stressed and because it's such a big deal it's inevitable that there are going to be problems you know, somebody's going to get upset with somebody else, that um, there's going to be some sort of shortcoming, somebody's going to get disappointed, somebody's going to get hurt, somebody's going to get upset, it's it's just going to happen. And it does happen. But all of that can be avoided by just not having such a big deal. A lot of that stress and strain can be avoided. I think so. Um, and, and, And we saw the effects of that during COVID, you know, when people point to this compression chamber, we're in their houses, you know, parents were amongst their kids all day long, taking it out on their children or husbands who've been out working that were hardly ever home and suddenly they're in this compression chamber with their wives and all of a sudden they see a side to each other that they've never seen because they're in the compression chamber. And that has led to a lot of, you know, strained marriages, has led to a lot of divorces. So why create that compression chamber in the first place? Why do that to yourself? But imagine in that same level of, of hardship because people do this, a lot of people do this from a place of, you know, wanting to uphold their own dignity as well. Imagine if all of that energy was put into something that can actually benefit the entire omar. The wedding's only really benefiting the couple and their immediate families on either side. It's not really benefiting anybody else. I mean, you can say that the guests, they get a bit of entertainment, they get some nice food, but you can get nice food in a restaurant, yeah? You can get nice food at home. You can, uh, and you could say, well, they're getting, they're getting food for free, but they're spending money to get to that wedding in the first place and they have to give you a gift, so they're not really getting it for free. They're probably losing out. And no one wedding is going to be that much better than the other. So a lot of these experiences for people are actually quite repetitive. They become quite mundane. Because it's the same thing over and over and over. So they're not necessarily even getting entertained. I mean, how many people realistically care that much? The only people that really enjoy the wedding itself and get something out of it is the immediate families. They're the ones that get the most out of it. So why not do something for yourselves? And forget everybody else and forget all of that drama and forget all of that that expenditure and, and everything else that comes with it. Why not forget all of that? That's what I say. Too much time, too much energy, too much effort, too much cost. And all of that can be avoided. All of that energy could be put into something that could be a lot more meaningful, a lot more valuable, of a lot more utility, of a lot more meaning for for the rest of the for for all of us, for society at large, for society in general and we could all come together and do that. If you have any questions about the content or the subject matter, the things that I've discussed in this video, then please sign up to my Discord, the link is in the description below. It's a small app that you can use very similar to how chat groups used to work before. You can be anywhere in the world and sign up for it. All you have to do is is sign up via Patreon, which will then give you access to the Discord app. It is a like-minded community of other people that are talking about the same things, but we can just speak openly to each other. You might have some questions of your own, or you might have some insight of your own. Come and talk to me, come and talk to others. We can share ideas with each other and and we can grow as a community.